listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about 1995's American crime drama, Heat. Directed by Michael Mann, starring Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Val Kilmer. And, as ever, alongside me, three men. You do not get to watch my fucking television. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. As you know, each episode, we have got to come up to a sequel to a film that has never been made. We've all recently watched a film, so we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about the sequel. We're going to put some cast to it. We're going to put a director to it. We could possibly name it, but someone at the end has to do the all-important pitch. Is this sequel going to make the cut? Well, uh, this week, we're continuing with the classics, uh, and we've gone in gone in at the deep end uh, with, I know, a favourite of mine, but let's see what everyone else thinks. Heat, Michael Mann, John, bring the heat. Talk about heat. Bring the heat. Um, yeah, look, I like heat, and rewatching it was fun. It's not a film I ever look forward to rewatching. It's three hours long. The sequel should just be split the film in half, and then that's the sequel. Um, but it is good. I, I think like the whole Al Pacino, Robert De Niro thing. Like, I'm not really one for like celebrity and star power and that kind of. I don't know. It's, it's just two guys acting in a movie. Like, no, but it does elevate it, surely. I, I, yeah, it yeah, elevates it. Not for it. me, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I think re-watching it, like, it, it's a great love story between two men who give each other more of a meaning for living than their female partners ever could. And there's an honour in staying true to your principles, even if it ruins everyone's life around you. Like, it's the most masculine film, like, out there. Like, it is just so men-heavy. Like, men doing men things despite the car- carnage that it causes around them. And I do, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I know it sounds facetious, but there is a, as, as a man, there is a certain nobility to it that they're just unashamedly acting on their most sort of primal masculine instincts. Um, well, so that's I, do, I do like it for that reason. One of the things I love about the villains in this, about the De Niro side of it, is, you know, I will not hesitate, not for a second. And that's, like, when you think of Val Kilmer, he gets, like, a glimpse of a cop in the street and starts unloading heavy artillery across the road, <laughs> yeah. which may be, which may be, you know, ludicrous. It's the one, you know, it's the, it's known for the shootout, this film, yeah. and it is fucking awesome, but it is the point where it says, fuck it, we're just going yeah. ludicrous. Well, it, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you say ludicrous. When I was watching it, like, I was thinking, God, this is like a fantasy movie. There's there's suited up detectives with automatic weapons and shotguns having a 20-person shootout in the middle of a populated <laughs> modern-day American city. Like, it's it's where's, an old Western. Like, where's, the, where's the SWAT? And also, <laughs> exactly. also, also, Ted Levine, Bosco, gets blown away right at the beginning never mentioned again but that's part of the code i think i think it's deliberate like hannah al pacino vincent hannah just gets on with it he's always like i'm meeting basco and like you know you get the feeling they're good mates blown away never mentioned again because he's just on the case yeah so i do i do like it i mean it's it's sillier than i remember it being it's more masculine and more sort of selfish than i remember it being but i don't know i kind of liked it for that reason to be honest no, nice one, man. All right. Well, I'm going to go to Joe next, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Talk to, talk to me about heat, Joe. Are you hot? Um, well, like John, it's, it, I, I, felt, I felt that fucking three-hour runtime uh, going into it. I was like, oh, God. Three hours? Talking a different I mean, language no to me. Painless. It has, Painless. It, has, it has no right being that long. 
It had 45 minutes cut off of it as well, apparently, I read. Shut up! Did it? Jesus. Um, It's all about the scale. It's the scope. I think it's a completely justified three-hour run of time. All right, all right, all right. You'll you'll get your (laughs) chance, Al, don't worry. Um, (laughs) I... I I uh, I think I thought it was fucking awesome on rewatch. I thought it was so so good. Uh, the the only the only sort of like downside to it really was was the the the, the length of the fucker. It was so long. But what what sequences? I I think like as as far as set pieces go, it's fucking amazing. Like you know the 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 robbery at the beginning, the the sort of is it what is it a cash truck or something that you know the yeah the the truck that they do over it's just oh it's so so good um down to the hockey masks like everything's thought yeah. out of this film isn't it it's just sort of bang on yeah it is it's bang on and what what i'd say about i i don't think heat deserves to be in like uh top 10 lists uh really i think it is the like it, it, it's the the perfect example of a heist action thriller, um, and all of them should be executed as well as this, but they aren't, uh, and that's why it stands out so much is is because it's just it's just done, it, it's executed at a very very high level, excellent um, execution, um, but but it's not um, you know, it's it's not making it into. I don't think any Michael Mann film is making it into my sort of like, you know, top lists. Yeah. Um, wow, wow but, it got personal but, very quick. But I but I I was inspired from Heat to then go on to watch Collateral. So I did and I you know, I did the, the two back to back. I enjoyed well, watching them both a lot. Well you say that, Joe. It doesn't feature into many people's uh, top ten. Al? What's your thoughts on heat? You've got two minutes. Top 20, top 20, I reckon. <laughs> like I was mentioning to you before, yeah, like, um, I'm a big Seven fan as well. I remember these coming out a month apart in 1996. Um, both would be in my top 20 at least. I mean, I, uh, what you're saying about the runtime, I think it is completely justified. It's, an, as the tagline says, an epic tale of crime and obsession. He had a vision for this film. And it's the one that, you know, I'm a big Last of the Mohicans fan as well, which obviously is also epic. But this is the one that he'll, you know, he'll be remembered for. Funnily enough, it's it's some sort of remake of a film called LA Takedown, which Michael Mann sort of was his TV movie version of it that he made before. Um, I did, I did not and then he, got, then he got to make his dream version of it with fucking Pacino and De Niro, no less. Um, I just find the scale of it, this urban epic, so romantic on a cinematic level. Like people talk about, there's just, it's full of different moments. People talk about the diner scene, which is two heavyweights just bouncing off each other yeah, at the top of their game. But what about the freeway sort of sequence? When he goes home, then he just says, fuck it, I've got nothing to do. I'm going in the chopper. And then there's that freeway sequence where that fucking music smashes in and he's blast and he's pounding down the freeway to catch him. And it's just cinema, man. And, you know, he's just, Pacino's just there chewing his gum. He's just electric every time you look at him. Vincent Hanna, the direction must have just been whenever you walk into a room, wherever you are, you own the place, man. And he's just... Honestly, I, I'm, I'm buzzing just thinking of it right now. And I loved, I, I knew it very, very well, but it had been a while since I watched it. Um, you know, and obviously the heart, a probably, you know, wonderful heart-stopping moment when Neil De Niro is, is home free and then he starts fantasising about the idea of going after Wayne Grove and he basically kills himself for it. He can't live with yeah. the fact that Wayne Grove would get away with it. So he chooses, he knows he's not going to make it out of there. 
um, but can't live with it. Um, well, that's the honour thing that I was talking exactly, about. Exactly. It's, it's all about honour among criminals. It's almost like a Japanese samurai, like you'll die on your sword. Exactly. And the and the code of, um, you know, do not allow anything into your life if, that you cannot, cannot walk away from if you feel the heat coming around the corner. Like, it, when it all boils down, there he, he looks at her and he's gone. And it's just fucking wonderful. And, you know, and all the characters are nuanced. You know, nuanced. Obviously, the Val Kilmer sort of element with Ashley Judd. I also like Tom Sizemore. He's so, so good. he just, he just follows. He's brilliant anyway, isn't he, he's Sizemore? Brilliant what, he, he just pops up and he's great. Brilliant actor anyway, but I just love that. He didn't, he, his, he was advised by his boss to not do it. And he couldn't live with that either. He's like, and you know, when De Niro's like, if I was you, I'd be smart. I'd cut loose of this one. And he can't, he can't handle that. So he's like, fuck off, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look, you know, I could talk about it for ages, but I, I, I've, you know, it seems that John's, um, there's a scale up from John through Joe to me, and I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm a peak Heat fan. Can I, can I just say one thing you were just mentioning on the on the support characters there? Why has no one mentioned the film stealing performance by Jeremy Piven? Oh yeah, Com- as the, completely as the doctor, forgot yeah. he was in it. It's like, give me your shirt. What? My daughter gave me this. Oh, Jeremy, where's the Oscar for that man? It's a great. It's a great <laughs> bit, isn't it? Because he just gives him the look, and that's a great line with the the code as well, where like. Val Kilmer's like, I won't leave without my wife. <laughs> oh, right. And he, well, just, that- he just goes, hmm, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> For my two cents, it's a 90s film, but it's one of the better 90s films. It is too long, but I don't mind it too much for that. I'm happy to say that Pacino isn't overly Pacino in this film. He's still, he's electric and he's acting, but he's not relying on his, oh, he's just, absolutely owning the screen just when you know i think this is one of the last great films that he made de niro was i mean you know de niro in the 90s was just still making absolutely outstanding films but can we just talk about the worst haircut in a film i've ever seen (laughs) in my life and you know what i'm talking about whose decision was that val we need a haircut got you one step ahead of you do you like this it's just like mate every single time he's in the scene i'm like Cut your hair, seriously. I thought also you were not talking, very. Sorry, go on. I thought you were talking about the guy who cocks up at the start, who shoots the guy, and then ends up being the horrible guy who kills. Wayne Grove. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, let's not forget John Voight. Not a great yeah, actor John either. Voight, awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like that's the thing. Like the, the only confusing bit for me in the film, like um neil de niro's like this you know everything's to precision everything's so perfect but then how the fuck did that idiot get on the team in the first place at the start I know, like I know, how why why are they not vetting people yeah, like, they don't they don't that. they don't really mention like because obviously the also there's the tragic character of dennis Haysbert, isn't it you know he's like there isn't a hard time invented that i can't handle you know and then he he walks away from the grill when neil needs him to drive the car yeah um and he and he dies that you get that, that Wayne Grow was a last minute replacement, but you're right, John, it's not quite addressed in the scripts, is it? Um, because yeah, like the team is so tight. Yeah. We know that he's new. Maybe this is the lost 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's not talk about it. Cause we've got to talk about the sequel or a prequel or something working title cold. Oh, come on <laughs> just putting it out there so as we know he ends uh, it's quite a touching scene uh, between uh, Pacino De Niro uh, Neil and Hannah uh, but you know unfortunately Neil tanks it so who wants to pick up with Heat 2 lukewarm it's an obvious way to go isn't it that Val Kilmer survives 
and yeah. frustratingly gets his hair cut. So we see him with with the short hair, but then then, then the film ends. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, that scene always... It's just a barber shop, isn't it? Right, off. <laughs> that, scene well, really, that scene really annoys me as well because there's the tense moment where he's got the fake ID and the cop's like, oh, this, this guy's such and such, such and such. And one of Pacino's cops in there and he goes, let him go on the radio. I'm like, why don't you go down there? Have a look. You've seen this guy. You know, you'd ID him in a second. Um, anyway, Kilmer gets... Who wants to kick it off? Who wants to kick it off? Kilmer. Oh, are you running with this? Yeah, Kilmer gets away. I don't know. I was thinking, because obviously we've lost De Niro, we could go big with... I mean, Vincent, Detective Vincent Hanna. He's a great character. And I'm not sure if I agree with you about I'm not going... I agree the balance is there in Heat and it's one of the last times the balance was there and probably you're right, one of the last great Pacino films. If we take away the Irishman, whatever anyone, people think about that, which is kind of a renaissance for both of them. Um, He does go big Pacino in it. She got a rating! (laughs) (laughs) Give me all you got! Give me all you got! You know, he's just... Yeah, I thought that when you said that, actually, Curry, that uh, this is one of the... Yeah, he's pretty cartoon... Pacino at times. Yeah, but I do think the balance is that when I think of asses, woman's ass, something comes right, out. Right. Something comes out. <laughs> is this what this is? We could do Pacino so I, so I was thinking we call it, like, you know, Columbo, Ironside, Hannah. Columbo, Ironside. Yeah, so like, like we, we, call, we call it Hannah. So it kind of could look the same as the Heat logo, you know, that kind of stamped font with the H as well, Hannah. Well, hang on, hang on. There, there is, is a, a film, film called Hannah. Yeah. And, and also, can well, we just with call this, it Vincent? This... Isn't Vincent better? I don't know, because it's not spelt with the H at the end, so I, I forgot about the Hannah film, the Joe Wright film. Yeah. Shit, but we, we're t- dropping the H, guys. It's just, eight, I think you spell his name H. Drop H-, 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 H. Hannah drops the H as well, I'm yeah. afraid. Yeah, That's it? A, yeah, yeah. I'm fucked I'm fucked Who wants to pick well, it up? Well, I think the Val Kilmer thing, but also Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman lives, right? So she can take a starring role in this. Presumably she lives. So we don't see if she does, but she, presumably she does. So we're actually going the same as Hannah and a throwback to Leon as well, where Detective Vincent Hannah is teaching... Natalie Portman. I was going to say young Natalie Portman. She's about 40. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't going to work. Um, She starts a new career at 40. As a cop. As a cop, yeah. (laughs) Um, Does she need to be a new new police officer? Can't she just be a, a, you know... Be a police officer. Yeah, she's, (laughs) yeah. uh, Followed in her father's footsteps and she is now, um, he's trying to sort of like, I guess... He's retired, are we saying? Well, let's Maybe, say well, let's yeah. say one week away from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got one, the same starts, old joke. Starts one week away. He was a lieutenant, so maybe she could now be taken over his old post as lieutenant of the of the force. Well, perhaps he's a desk job now, but um he's forced out from behind the desk to, you know, support her when when there's a heist and they see from the CCTV footage it's Chris, um played by Val Kilmer. Now, this is hmm isn't there a documentary about Val Kilmer coming out? Yes, there yeah. is. And has he got throat cancer? Yes, he has. Oh, he's, he's, he can't, he's lost his voice, hasn't he? Throat cancer. He's lost his voice. But, oh, that's really tragic, isn't it? Um, that's really... I mean, I had no I idea, I had no so idea until I saw, saw a trailer for that film either. Um, what about if he was an aloof figure? Because the whole point about, look, if he gets too much and the heat's around the corner, you've got to go. And he went at the end of the film. So he kind of his exit personifies that. So what about if he's training up a new, even slicker team? With no mistakes this time. Well, my point is, can we have Val Kilmer in the film if he's um, 
if he's not very well. As an off as a presence that he doesn't have to talk, yeah, to make him more. You know, you've got to try and catch him. <laughs> what? What? Um. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it makes sense in a in a way. Um, well, I think on on um, Vincent Hanna coming out of from behind the desk for one last job. There's a nice symmetry there because De Niro died not being able to resist that one last hit. And now Pacino's character could die at the end of this, not being able to resist that one last it's lovely. job. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, all I am, maybe, they are ultimately the same, aren't they? That's what the, the hand holding is. They're more may, similar than they want to admit. Mm, maybe exactly, that one last yeah. job is, is, you know, Val, Val Kilmer spotted on such and such beach. And, uh, he, he, you know, he, he takes that one last job, which is to take down the one that, you know, the one that got away. Well, yeah. I was going to say, but Chris would tempt him out from behind the desk. And also, you know, his obsession with Neil, like that's what the whole, yeah, you're right. They're the two sides of the same coin. They don't want to do anything else. They can't do anything else. Um, they complete each other. Uh, he sort of has an honour to, need, you know, that's the job he has to finish. But mm. um, my point is, can we have Val Kilmer in this film? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, can, can we not have him in the film? Why, why couldn't we have him in the film? Because he's told. I think, because, yeah, because he can't talk. Okay, but we could, but we could still have him. Yes, we can still, we can still have him. Um... Let's get someone to dub his lines. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! This is gone. <laughs> Why couldn't it be Sizemore that survived? I'd love to get him back. Um... <laughs> okay, well, um, I think there's, yeah, I like the fact of uh, Vincent coming out for for one last. I like the fact that he also needs to die in this film. I think he's got a car kit at some point because you could have a big oh moment. Uh, Natalie Portman's great. Um, maybe she could be doing high tech crime now, which is where we always be. go with the, the young girl or the younger girl doing a high tech crime. I think we, I think we had Sasha Ronan being a cyber terrorist of some sort in the rock episode. That was episode three. What number episode is this? (laughs) (laughs) Still peddling the same idea. (laughs) Um, I'd say what I'm saying is she's out on the street. She's LAPD. She is out on the street. Vincent Hanna's doing the long lunches and the golf clubs, you know, like, um, you know, with the mayor and shit like that. He's like almost borderline commissioning like police. Commi- yeah, that's what yeah. So, you know, Vincent Hanna's living a comfortable life and maybe he's married, maybe he's not, maybe he's on his fourth wedded marriage or not, I don't know. But um, she's working the case. It somehow is linked to Neil and Chris. So she has to go and tell Vincent about it. And Vin- then we have if it's the same length as the original, a good half an hour period of Vincent umming and ahhing about whether he will, whether he can live without going after them. And obviously the last thing he says to his wife in the original, all I am is what I'm going after. So he goes who after is he him. going after though? Because Chris, there's only Chris alive and it's going to be sort of closer to Vincent's age. So I think there needs to be a new gang. I think the whole point is that it's, it, it's all fresh and new, isn't it? In many ways, to my eyes, the the Chris Vincent story could just be that they have a fleeting moment of meeting and it's an absolute parallel to the other story that's going on. Almost in many ways, like the meeting of um, Vincent and Neil, it's like it could even just be one scene, you know, where it's like, you got away, I know you got away, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. who is Natalie chasing? What's going but, on? But in Heat, that's just one scene, but the whole film is still about that. So even if it's just one scene, a meeting, uh, you know, I don't know how many threads we can have and it still be like meaningful characters. What about, we need what, a new character. We need a new Neil. I've got, we need I've got, Chris, I've got Chris an idea got a son, here. Got an idea here. You, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to hate it. Ready? 
Yeah, do it. Tom Cruise from Collateral. It. Oh, that Tom Cruise, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that ca- I mean, that character. That character oh, okay. also dies. Uh, well, set it before that film then. You want to pick a character from another universe. film? Set it, set it in the same universe. Combine the two worlds, which are pretty similar, right? Collateral and yeah. and uh, Heat, and bring Tom Cruise in as uh, like it's almost like his origin story. Um, we know how Tom Cruise's character dies because we've seen Collateral, but um, but this you set this slight bef- slightly before it and bring him in as you know with with Pacino and and Natalie Portman. I'm only doing this if, just as we're going into the final act, suddenly the music swells, and Daniel Day-Lewis comes flying <laughs> flying through the tree, flying through some random trees that have suddenly appeared in the middle of LA, and he's yeah, like, yeah. stay alive, I will find you! And he's got his big fucking he's, Yeah, and he's Robert De Niro's yeah. ancestor. They're related. Brilliant. Ancestor! <laughs> and that's what we call it. We've done it with Face Off. Heat. Generations. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is awful, isn't it? I mean, whichever way you cut it, we need to pull it back. So let's recap so far. What have we got? Vincent's just out lunching with the commissioner. He's, day- daydream- has- he's daydreaming about that last big job. Like we, last see him, big we, job. S- we see him on a hammock daydreaming. We see him not being able to finish <laughs> a book because he's keeps, he keeps right. his mind keeps wandering. He's having a coffee. He's thinking about it. Yeah, daughter, and he's just randomly looking at people in the streets like, I want to hunt you. I want, <laughs> yes, exactly. I want to hunt you. And he's like, he gets a coffee in Starbucks and he's like, you know, starts interrogating the, you know, you the 18 year old behind the counter. Um, <laughs> All right, so Natalie's out on the street. Chris has got away and suddenly Tom Cruise has turned up. No, we, it hangs together well. I like, I like the, what you've done there. I'm not going with the look. So here, this is it. Basically, um, we get, we, there's a new crew. Natalie Portman recognises the handiwork and it's linked to Val Kilmer somehow. This brings, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, Vincent Hanna is torn about whether or not he can't go after him. He does go after him. Portman and Pacino um, go after Kilmer and son, because doesn't his son play with some stickle bricks? He's Dominic. Ashley Judd's Judd's always talking about Dominic will go with me, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Um, Hank Azaria, you know, maybe... She's married to him now. I don't know. He's a bit. Of sl- he's a slime ball, isn't he? Hankers maybe Harry. the way that yeah. they know that Chris is alive and still, still sort of a bad guy is they see one of his blonde hairs and they're like, "I know that hair anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't need any DNA or anything. They just pick what it up. Fucking, that's that's a, ponytail. That's a great. That's a great idea. Hey, how about how about a, a long Val, blonde Val hair? Left the- <laughs> how about Val Kilmer has become uh, the John Voight character, right? So he just tips people off. Uh, and tips off new crews, and then that, nice. then you've got an excuse for new crews, and you're kind of sidelining Val Kilmer because he can't talk anymore. Um, so, but he's he's still you know in it, but just sort of from afar giving directions to new gangs. Uh, and he he's not do- he's doing it remotely. He's never returned to LA for obvious reasons because he's yeah. a co- he's a co- he's a cop killer now, so he can't. But something happens to Dominic, so he has to show himself again. Like Dominic, I got, I got Dominic's in trouble, so he has to go back. How about, and I'm, I'm just jumping straight to cast, but I want to see him in this film. Ready for this? Jamie Foxx. As a taxi oh, how driver. How did you come to that? I, well, I want him as to be like the new sort of slick gang that is being coordinated by Kilmer. You know, almost like a Neil type character. Super smooth, super slick, on it, bang, in, out, coordinated, no pause. Obviously as a taxi driver. <laughs> 
<laughs> How did you come up with that? Yeah, or Ruff- Ruffalo. I'm a big fan of Ruffalo, and he very rarely, yeah, yeah. He very rarely yeah. plays a uh, bad guy. And for some reason, yeah. I have to say, I don't like him in Collateral. His hair and makeup, he looks ridiculous. Um, a bit like, bit like John Voight and Val Kilmer. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about it, this is a running pattern. Do you remember what Colin Farrell looked like in Miami Vice? Awful. Awful. Yeah, they, like, <laughs> he loves the handlebar tash and the, the slick back. Um... Okay, great. So I think basically the whole of the first film revolves around, as you said, Joe, right at the start, some awesome set pieces. And I think if Chris has now taken the role of the Voight character coordinating jobs from afar, it gives us a chance to not only bring his son in, but bring in some new uh, crew that is managing this. Uh, So I think we can cover that off quite nicely uh, if we get to talk about cast. But I think, you know, some set pieces would be fantastic because there are some absolute classics. And I think what this film is going to need more than anything is some absolute audacious drop jaw set pieces. Anyone got any ideas? Um, I want a big, I want a set piece in a bank or I want to see them, you know, I want to see a daytime set bank robbery, like played out in real time, you know, like give me, give me an hour in that bank. Yeah. What sort of bank heist? Like, like that style where it's like uh, taking stuff from the tellers or like, you know, a vault one or I, I think, I think, vault. What, yeah, a vault, a vault. They're going for the vault. Um, they only deal uh, in big numbers. You know what I mean? This kind big, of, big these numbers, kind of crimes. a sort of real time, um, bank robbery, which, uh, ends with them escaping maybe in like the, the cash truck as in like the bank's, like secure cash truck because that's hard as fuck, isn't it, to knock over? Um, and and all hell, all hell should break loose in this, right? And they should kill uh, many police officers. This is the moment where <laughs> you realise, like, these are not good people. Just in like, like, like when Tom Sizemore picks up the young girl uh, to use as a human shield, is like this sudden switch where you're like, oh god, these are terrible, awful people, capable of um, anything. Yeah, and and I think that's that's that you want all of that in here. You, you know, maybe one of them kills a hostage or something right they, they're, they're very bad people we've got to have okay. a sort of wayne grow on the team i guess so if it's if it's kilmer's son who what is about 30 now dominic who's maybe leading the leading it we, we, who we should probably cast he could have a a best mate who he's really loyal to I, i'm kind of stealing this from the town which is undoubtedly um <laughs> undoubtedly heat influenced as well i suppose you know like yeah. jeremy renner's a bit of a psycho mm. but he's the best mate that you sort of have to put up with i was or, thinking or that kind of dynamic it's it's portman that they take hostage maybe I thought about that, but I didn't want to. I want. I want to keep it's Port, sort of Portman as her, her role. I suppose it, it does. It, you lose her, her power, don't you? So I, I think that would be a bit lame. Maybe here's Pacino. A, um, here's a, a curveball <laughs> as well. I think. I think Portman should die as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is so far, Joe. Try and belittling her role. Just kill her. And also, he's like they should kill many, many police officers, <laughs> and including Natalie and I want Portman to die as well. Oh, mate, oh, here we go. Look, you know what's going to happen here, guys? Vincent Hanna's going to take a bullet for her. Slow-mo. <laughs> yeah, like the, end of the body, like the end of the bodyguard. Well, I think like hard-boiled. Have you seen hard-boiled? That John Wills just slow-mo, yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, what is this film called? Hannah. No, we've decided it's not. Um, Heat 2, right? Heat 2, right? Can't oh. call it Heat 2, right? Heat, heat to Heat. <laughs> heat Part 2. That's the kind of thing they'd want that to do. That is with. rubbish. That's the thing LA, kind of thing. LA heat, LA takedown as a as a little nod to the uh, <laughs> the original. The original. <laughs> um, I do think we probably should maybe cast Dominic because it's a pretty major character. How old would he be? About th- about thirty. Miles Teller. 
Done. Done. <laughs> it could be Heat, the legend, the legend of the long blonde hair. Brilliant. And also, and then just at the end, um, Wonder Woman style, Kilmer comes in and sort of uses his hair as like a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 movie Under, understood it until the end but still um, so what's the film we don't know what the film's called Heat Part 2 is Diff- that what we're di- very difficult to. I really thought I had it with Hannah but you're right I totally forgot about that Joe Wright film LA Takedown's probably the best that someone's come up with so far just just, no, just taking another just movie start. But yeah there we go <laughs> I like it. I like Great. We're going to go for that. I like, but before we uh, do the pitch, I do want to know who you'd put for the direction on this. Is man still involved? I think, I think he's direct. I think he's directing it. Yeah. Didn't he direct a yeah. film? Did he direct Black Hat? Was that his last film? He's still going. The yeah, quality's with, with gone down, but he's still Chris going. Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, I never saw it actually. Um, I've not seen that. It got it got panned, didn't it? Hemsworth would play a good uh, Val Kilmer son. Yeah, Ooh. but just in the age, just in the age fit. He looks the part, you're right. Big yeah, time. Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, um, let's get him in. Mars tell us out. Let's make it work. Let's make it work. And the Michael Mann connection's there. I like it. Yeah, it's great. Nice. All right, well, look, we've talked a lot, but I want to know who's willing to put their life on the line for this pitch? <laughs> it's the most, definitely the, the, most, the highest stakes we've ever had when it's described like that. Um, uh... John, on, Al, it's one of your favourite films, isn't it? <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, first hour is uh, fir- no. Okay, first of all, f- go from Warner Brothers logo smash into uh, gritty um, heist, diamond heist in some sort of a uh, jewellery store, and it's um, it's gritty. Someone gets killed. It's quite nasty. Bang, the getaway. Cut to police station, Portman. Is she uniform cop? Do you think? No, she's detective. Detect- yeah, she's a proper detective. Portman um, in major crimes unit, um, and she gets the report. She goes down and checks it out, and you see sort of similarities between her, between her and her stepdad, Vincent Hanna. She's like, you know how when he goes down, he's like, "There's two escape routes, two free, uh, two you know, um, yeah. free freeways here." He's like, "It's like thirty seconds. These guys rock and roll." So she's just. Basically, we just steal the script to the original, and she's saying it this time. And she's just doing a full, she's doing a full <laughs> Pacino impression. No, I'm joking. Um, anyway, then we sort of have a bit of evidence comes out that it's um, it might be connected to Chris uh, Val Kilmer, who's the guy who got away from uh, from uh, the original De Niro crew in in the original film. And so she takes it to Vincent Hanna, who's who's sort of working in City Hall police kind of area now and he's having long lunches with all these sort of rich people and he's he's playing golf and he's but you know some we we, we have established something's missing from his life he needs to he you know the center that prey he's he's missing it he misses the action and he misses the chase mm. um but you know so something's missing in his life and lo and behold his stepdaughter rocks up and slides a photograph over to him and he says look no no no, fi- no no it's a long blonde hair oh yes yes that's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. She she slides an evidence bag, like a forensics evidence bag, across the desk to him, and he's like, "Oh my god, there's only one man who has long blonde hair. This ridiculous." Um, Chris, whose surname escapes me, it's Chris. That's what we call the film, Chris. Um, anyway, and so then you have a little bit of time, like he's 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 teeing off at golf. He fucks it up, and he's in the rough. It's because his mind's on Chris. 
he, um, you know, he's, he's on a date with a woman um, and he's just daydreaming, staring into space, thinking about Chris. Like there's a woman, no, the woman's got long blonde hair and he's just staring at her. He sees long blonde hair everywhere. The, the rough in the golf course just turns to long blonde hair. <laughs> the, tr- the wind in the trees on the golf course, just the long blonde hair, just waving. So in the end, Portman's there at a desk late night. She's just like he used to be obsessed, absolutely obsessed with her, with her job. And um, he just arrives and sits opposite her and he's like, I'm in. And then you have Hannah and Portman, Pacino and Portman, works well on the uh, poster, going after Dominic, who's the who's the guy responsible for these crime, crimes, Chris's son, played by Chris Hemsworth. Um, and it goes all the way through a massive extended uh, high sequence in a bank. They kill loads of hostages. It's really nasty. Then we have an extended cash truck car chase. Many, many police officers die. Yes. Um, and at the end, Portman's about to get her head blown off and Pacino dives in front of her, takes the bullet. Uh, but Joe wanted Portman to die as well. So even though Pacino's <laughs> taken that bullet, he's on the ground dying. They just fire again and then Portman gets shot. <laughs> And um, he has to see her die. And then they're, and then lying, they're lying there as Chris Hemsworth runs off. They're lying there and he looks at her and they hold hands and it's, you know, a bit of a less powerful, weirder version of the ending of the original. Yeah. Uh, nice. And what's it called? Ah, uh, LA Takedown. <laughs> Just totally stolen. <laughs> LA Takedown. LA Takedown. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, LA Takedown. Did we take it down? Should it be taken down? Probably, I think, is the answer to that question. And what would you have done as ever? We love having you along. Let us know what you think, anything you want us to cover. We love taking your requests, but more importantly than that, we like seeing you here. So we'll see you on the next one. Cheers, guys. <laughs>